I'm so glad you've joined me for episode six of Laugh It Off with Alex. So the topic of this episode is lying. Oh my goodness, this dilemma has opened up a can of deceitful wriggly worms for me. When I was younger, I was a bit of a lie addict and unfortunately there's no such thing as Liars Anonymous. Oh, there's a gap in the market. Somebody can use it. I'll give that one to you as a gift. Now I live a much more truthful life, which means I'm a lot quieter. (laughs) No, not really. The only thing that doesn't make sense is that my pants have never been on fire. They should have been. I should have been one big flame walking around like, whew, is it hot in here? I am honestly talking fire brigade levels of lying. But not anymore. I'm evolving, y'all. Work in progress. So I did a deep dive on liar, liar, pants on fire. First originating in print in the 1930s, it was a children's rhyme. The second line is, your nose is longer than a telephone wire. That seems like a Pinocchio thing. Well, the Pinocchio thing itself is a bit strange. His nose got longer when he lied. Besides the whole fully rational concept of puppet turning into real person, having the nose grow, that really gets me. (laughs) I would have been finished. I don't know, I'd have to have a bag to carry my nose in. Yep. Before I left somewhere, I'd have to scoop up my meters of nose and plunk it in my bag. I'd have to get a nose bag. Who's designing that? Not Gucci, that's for sure. No Louis Vuitton. Shout out to the bad liars. I love bad liars. Bad liars are my favorite. It's so good. I don't know why I love it so much. I think part of it is the satisfaction that like, I know you're lying. So I feel like a detective or that I'm smart. Detective Alex Trashley on the case. I just find bad lies funny. I love you though, bad liars, and I have nothing but love and respect for you, and I'm glad that you're a bad liar. It's a good thing to be a bad liar. Yeah, I think lying is a weapon that you can only use in emergencies. Do not break glass unless it's an emergency. Like your pants being on fire, for example. If you have told any hilarious bad lies, then please send them to me at Laugh It Off Pod. Unless it's going to save a life, don't lie. That's a trashly tip right there. Today, the very funny Donna Landy joins me this episode to find out what the truth really is. Does it even matter? And can we handle the truth? Donna and I met in the fabulous year of 2020. Don't know if you've heard of it. And we absolutely smashed it at the Brighton Fringe Festival last year. Not even COVID-19 stopped us from killing it night after night with full houses. I hope you enjoy this as much as we did recording it. A hilarious comedian and friend. Here's Donna. Have you noticed that I always say hello, darling, when, when I greet you? No, I haven't actually. Because I just really <laughs> like the way that you say it to everyone. So I just oh, say it back you. to you. That's nice. Yeah, I, I like it too. It's really sweet. I noticed that. I find it really endearing when people call you love or darling or sweetheart. So like, yeah, me too. I like it. Well, Except darling. I did get um, McDonald's once drive through and the person was like, here you go, babe. And I was like, babe. I think that's a bit too far. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. You know, it's better than telling, <laughs> her telling me to F off. Better, better than here you go, minger. 
Here's your effing fries. <laughs> That's sort of. Donna, you've got an hour solo show coming up. Tell me all about it. Oh my god, it's so exciting and so daunting. I I've never done um, an hour show before. It'll be my first solo, so I'm a virgin. Um, Do you know what it's going to be about? It's going to be it's a romp through being trans, growing up Jewish. Everything really, like life, the universe, and everything. You're going to cram all that in an hour. Yep, it's going to be the whole bang shooting match. But this is my going to be my first and last solo show while I'm still pre-op. So why not just shove it in there? That's the actual, how exciting the that is! Just so exciting, so excited for you. When I think about the Brighton Fringe, which was last October, do you remember how optimistic we were? We were basically planning a national tour and then all of a sudden things went very, very backwards again. It was just a fabulous experience. And that Sunday night gig, our last gig, was mental, oh wasn't it? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> they were so drunk before they'd even come in. <laughs> the woman falling off her chair into the aisle. Oh my God, a woman fell off her chair in the middle of a set into the middle of the aisle. And bear in mind, we are trying to keep everyone socially distanced. You can only sit in bubbles. They are so rowdy. They honestly think that this is like a Q&A session. They do not understand that this is a stand-up comedy show. Audience were just terrible. They were not playing the game. They were. They were horrible, heckling, 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 interrupting, interrupting, shouting from the back, just having conversations with the audience, getting their phones out. <gasps> yeah. But Alex, I've got to tell you, Alex, that is my kind of crowd. I love it. I bounce off that stuff. And I-, I think I know exactly what you mean. Like I like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I definitely don't like a silent audience. But <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoy being heckled. I like that challenge of ha- trying to be really quick and respond. And also I think in general, I don't know why. I just love it when people make fun of me. I just love it. I find it so funny. How did you first get the courage to actually get up and do stand-up comedy? Because it took me a long time you know how you always have that nagging feeling of like man i'd love to give that a go i would Mm -hmm. but then i saw this thing about on laughing horse website they teach you get up and do five minutes and i thought well why not how bad can it be i was wrong it was really bad (laughs) (laughs) rushed right through it got no laughs the best comment that night was nice hair Ah. i'll take that i think the best (laughs) worst feedback i've got was a complaint about the seating (laughs) one <laughs> so <laughs> another one i've had is i just never saw you as funny oh, um, so that was good <laughs> don't invite your friends to come see your show because they're too brutally honest don't worry my friends never come and see my show <laughs> <laughs> well enough Thanks. about how amazing our lives are <laughs> donna are you ready to listen to this week's voicemail hi i have a moral dilemma My husband and I had a really stupid fight about two years ago and it resulted in me not being allowed to drive his BMW anymore. It's fine, like I'm just sort of being stubborn kind of about it anyway. So basically, I decided to drive his car to do the weekly shop because it was going to be a big one and he was actually stuck away on business at the beginning of the pandemic. Anyway, I accidentally scraped a bumper on a Bolardi thing and just put it back in the driveway and I was actually going to tell him the truth but he just didn't bring it up so I didn't bring it up and then a few months later he had a few beers and told me that he scraped his car and he doesn't remember when and his music must have been too loud to hear the scrape (laughs) I always tell him his music is too loud anyway 
I don't want to tell him it was me because I shouldn't have been driving the car in the first place. I don't even know if I'm insured on his car, to be honest. Oh, and it is his company car, like. It isn't his, his. And the lease is up soon. So, yeah. Do I need to tell him? Okay. Caller, you are a bad girl. You are so naughty. So, to be clear, one, you stole his car. Two, you damaged the stolen vehicle. Three, you've not told him the truth about it. And on top of it, you've let him think that it was him. I also love how she door handled that last little bombshell like, oh, oopsie, broke the law twice and also wasn't insured. Bye. (laughs) Do you know what I mean by door handling, Donna? No idea. I think it's, I don't know where I got this from, but I think it's like a doctor thing where basically patients will come in and say one thing and they, but they really have something else that they want to say. And so then they'll get to the door and then the doctor says, Oh, are you sure there's anything else? And they'll be like, Well, and then they'll actually talk about the real thing. Um, ah. yeah, um, I don't okay. know where I got that from. Um, is, is it like as you're on your way out, like this, yeah. that's a really important thing. Yes. You got your, you've like, got your hand on the door handle. Yeah. And I feel like if this caller would have asked me this a few years ago, I think in my mind, I would it would have been a no-brainer here. I would have been like, lie, 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 lie. Donna, what are your initial thoughts? Well, yeah, my initial thoughts were that um, keeping secrets is corrosive to relationships and you can you can never build a successful relationship on a lie Truth like this. Truth bomb right uh, w- there. Which is really awkward because... I mean, obviously bringing something up like this is really scary and telling your husband it could jeopardize your relationship. And who wants to do that for something which is seemingly so trivial, but um, has had such a, is, clearly is having such a big impact that you feel you have to write in and ask for some advice. So, so yeah, I feel for you. Yeah, I think there are two. Well, I mean, there's two options here. Either come clean or keep quiet. Should she tell him? What do you think? Should she tell him, Donna? I don't think it's a question of should or shouldn't. I think, I think what's going on here, there's, it, first of all, there's some, it sounds like there's some pretty st- strong and stuck emotions, um, for this caller. And I know that when I've done things like this oh. in the past, <laughs> right? As humans, we, it's a very natural emotion, but we don't want to own up to it. The revenge. And it could be that there's something going on like this with the caller that, um, she says that the, the the fight from two years ago doesn't really matter. And she's as a result, she's not allowed to drive the BMW. But I think I'm wondering if that really that's true. And what if what if there is something really important in that fight for her? And that uh, and that this is kind of I don't she didn't set out to, to for a revenge, but it is a revenge of a sort to damage the beloved BMW, isn't it? And maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's a part of her that's kind of gleeful about that. And owning owning up to that to herself, if nobody else will free her from this kind of mental torment that she's in about the whole situation. Is the phrase, I'm not allowed to use his BMW anymore, that sounds to me like a bit of a humble brag. Like, all right, husband's got a BMW, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the fact that, you know, it's like, I'm not allowed. I I think that the resentment is clear. Yeah. Isn't it? So yeah, to get some revenge right. would be perfectly natural. It'd be the most natural thing in the world. Does the fact that it's a company car change anything? I don't see why. I mean, in a way, it kind of makes the whole problem go away and then you don't have to talk about it. But <laughs> you'll always know, won't you? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you know, and then do you want an intimate, open relationship where you talk about everything and anything? Or do you want to have secrets? It's up to you. You can have one or the other, but you can't have both. And the quality of relation, your relationship will be determined by which, which choice you make. And, you know, if if you love each other and if you have a strong relationship, it sounds to me like you could bring this up in a way with your partner, your husband, that it would be okay in the end. Yeah, it's not going to go well initially to say, look, I lied and I drove your car illegally. And to be honest, yeah, I put other people at risk because I wasn't insured. I did all that, but I'm sorry. And I want to be honest with you because I love you and I want us to have a great relationship. If you do it like that, there's every chance it might go well. Oh, I want us to have a great relationship too. That sounds nice. I like that. Is there something you need to tell me, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) Have you driven my BMW? Do I even have a BMW? (laughs) I am wondering how much this is affecting the husband also, because she she added in that detail that he didn't say anything for a really long time. And then after he had a few drinks, like, what, is he trying to get up the courage to tell her that he's done this? Because, and I actually, I really agree with what you said um, earlier, is that this fight that they had previously obviously is really affecting them both because i think that's probably why he hasn't come clean about the fact that he damaged the car and well same for her but yeah i'm just like oh no this man like if it's really getting to him then she she's got to tell him but you know what i'm thinking as you're saying that alex is do you do you have a sneaking suspicion that he might actually already know oh he my was giving, gosh he was giving her a chance to say so to own up to him in a way that wouldn't like be too terrible. Oh my gosh, this just got way more complicated, Donna. You just blew my mind. Oh wow! If he does, and if it, to me that could be a signal that he's he's like laying the groundwork for you know if you do want to if you, if it was you and you did want to own up, it would be okay. Just putting that. I, I think I think the truth needs to come out. You know that um, confession, false confession, that false confession really did give her that opportunity that she just didn't take. So it does kind of add that next layer on this issue. The truth probably needs to come out and stop lying. Don't lie. Don't try and cover it with a lie, like a triple layer lie sandwich, because that's not the route to go. I do feel her on the loud music, though. Like, I do not do well with loud noises at all. (sighs) Would you take your lover's car? Not without Uh, insurance. No, I don't. I don't want to go to jail. I'm really okay. If you were insured, if you're insured, I mean, I might, you know, if I was in her shoes, I might well have done the same thing. And I, yeah. I, I wanted to say, you know, it's perfectly, it is perfectly normal in long term relationships to have secrets like this that you feel so terrible about that you just can't say. But I mean, often it involves infidelity. So at least, at least it's not that, right? <laughs> so look on the bright side. I think if relationships can withstand a little bit of infidelity, and a lot of them do, then it could certainly withstand a little car theft and little bumper scrape right it's not as if you a little bit just Just a little little bit of grand theft auto minor larceny (laughs) yeah you returned it you know but i don't i don't know if she's gonna do it she doesn't want to do it she doesn't want to do it i'd say maybe maybe it's not going to be as terrible as you think that's true what's your final advice donna go with what's in your heart if if your heart is telling you look i really want to tell him because i care about him and the relationship then go with that if your heart says no, then then don't. You always know what's best for you. So what you've done isn't nearly as bad as you think. And his reaction probably isn't going to be nearly as bad as you think either. 
Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> that was really good final advice, Anna. Oh, could I just be like, whatever she said? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think if you keep quiet, you have to do some sort of karma restoring act of kindness. You've really got to work on your karma points here. Donna, do you have any ideas of as what our caller could do? Is there Is there a charity which um helps victims of uh, uninsured drivers. I know that the government does. Uh, oh, that's a really good idea. I bet there is. I bet there is. So a donation or volunteering or something for that would be great. I'm just wondering, maybe she could pay for the... But that that would imply a sense mm. of guilt there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. You're going to incriminate yourself there. Maybe you just... I'm going to take a vow that you will not lie to him again and you'll always tell him the truth. Or at the very least... Don't drive his car again. <laughs> and if you do, don't drive it into anything. And if you do, <laughs> get temporary insurance. <laughs> and if you do, make sure it's when he's out of town and you've got time to get the damage fixed before he gets back. Why didn't probably- we get it fixed, caller? This could have all been avoided. Realistically, this probably will be just one of those funny stories that you will both tell one day. It's probably not funny yet. Um, so try not to make any jokes. Too soon, too soon. It's not going to be that bad. Rip off the band-aid, rip off the plaster. Do you see how I was transatlantic there? Covering all bases. Plaster and band-aid. You got to cover all bases these days. I really think you should tell him the truth because now Don has planted that seed in my head that he might already know. But I really, really want to know what happens in this one. So please, please DM me at Laugh at Off Pod and tell me because... I feel very invested now. Ooh, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends, colleagues, entire Facebook friend list, uh, your friends from primary school, your dentist. Hey, dentists need to laugh too, you know. Follow me at Laugh It Off Pod and I'm on the hunt for some five-star reviews on iTunes. So if you've got some time, I'd be ever so grateful. So I have perused the internet for the weird and wonderful and picked some of my top favourite finds. However, I will not be telling you the whole headline. I will leave blanks, and I'd love to know what you think is really there. Oh, great. I love sound? It sounds great. I love these kind of games. All right. So the first one, it actually starts with a blank. Blank wax figure moved because people kept punching it in the face. (laughs) Boris. No, it's not Forrest. Oh. No, keep going. Thatcher? No. Hitler? Are people still really hyped up about Thatcher? No. Hitler, fair enough. I mean, yeah, you can still punch Hitler in the face. Theresa May? Oh my gosh, you're such a tease. I thought you were going to say it. Come on, he must be the most punchable person in the face right now. In the world. In the world. Donald. It's Donnie. Has has his waxwork got the wig on or has it blown off? I just need need to know. (laughs) I don't know, but there's loads of dents in his face apparently, so... (laughs) Well, maybe they should keep it there as a public service. I mean, (laughs) helps them get their anger out. All right, another one. So, prosecutor demoted for delivering blank while on the job. Heroin. Cocaine. To be Uh, fair, it does sound like drugs, but it's actually not drugs. Oh, oh, a baby? Not her own. uh, (laughs) Delivering someone else's. um, Oh, yeah, I didn't even think that. (laughs) 
Delivering pizza. Basically, on... yeah, basically. Yes. So it's actually DoorDash, which is like delivery Uber Eats. Why? Why? What's, what's he doing that for? They're not no. paying him enough, clearly. Unless there's drugs inside the food containers. Who knows? Have they checked? We should tell the police. Have you checked what's inside? <laughs> okay, next one. Um, so X blank store worker. So it's the name of this uh, company and store. Confirms secret policy that rewards polite customers. I love this one. So Sounds which... like something Marks and Spencers would do. I love M&S. Shout out to M&S. Woo. I love you. <laughs> God's way of telling you you've got too much money. <laughs> No, I said this in the previous episode. If I could be wealthy enough to do all my food shopping at M&S, I'm happy. Same. Which company do you think it is? Or... Uh, same this is an international <gasps> brand. McDonald's, perhaps? Good guess. <laughs> Extra fries. <laughs> yes. Here you go, babe. It is a technology brand. Apple. Yes. It's they amazing. were... Giving services away for free. So if you come in and you're asking for a service like replace your battery, which you normally have to pay for, each worker basically gets like an allowance that they can give services for free. I love that. Getting back in my good books, Apple. All right, next. Student legally names himself after a blank in exchange for free sushi. Um, a fish. You got it. Straight no. away. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, a fish. So for two days and for you and all your friends to eat or you can eat sushi for free, you had to legally change your name to Salmon. No. Mm -hmm. The incident, which has been dubbed Salmon Chaos in local media, has seen lots of young people formally request to change their name. <laughs> All right, next one. China's first blank hotel sealed off by police with customers still inside. Oh, um, is it a sex hotel? Close. You're missing one of the words. Mm, missing a word. So you've got China's first sex something hotel sex uh, so 20 pounds for an hour advice <laughs> coaching <laughs> it's china's first sex doll hotel no. so you pay to go and do your business with the sex dolls <sighs> okay blank reward grows to over one and a half million pounds as Oklahoma state government increases bounty. So they're looking for someone or something in Oklahoma. Is it Santa Claus? They reckon. <laughs> You're not far, to be honest. <laughs> not far. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. It's not Donald Trump again, is it? No. Oh, and they've got Harvey Weinstein's history. Um, oh, Prince oh, Andrew. God. Is it Prince Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I can't have the royals come at me, Donna, yeah. <laughs> Who could it possibly be? It's Bigfoot. Gosh, I was close with Santa, wasn't I? Yes. Does Bigfoot get any of the money or is this all going to he doesn't fair, have a bank it? account, I don't think. I Bigfoot pull... spend his money on a very, pedicure very, for those big old feet. Very large shoes. <laughs> <laughs> could use a wax. <laughs> You would need like 1.5 million to wax me. How hair there is. Maybe laser hair removal actually, more sustainable. Oh, okay, so the final one. Litter pickers astonished after finding a sex toy near blank and blank at beach. And, both... and deck. Oh, 
<laughs> Nothing would surprise me anymore, I'm telling you. <laughs> We've all had a hard year. <laughs> they are things, items, objects. A bottle of suntan oil. Oh my gosh, you are such a tease. Again, I thought you were going to say it and I got so excited. My head just like peaked up like a meerkat. Like, no. No. Bottle of wine? Yes. Ah. But the second one. Shovel? (laughs) Luckily, no. Donkey. Oh. Yeah, I kind of put the three things together then. I was like, oh God. No, no, no. It's a poo bag. Oh. A bag of poo. And unfortunately, that brings us to the end of the episode. So that just leaves me to thank you for taking the time for doing this with me, darling. What have you got coming up? Is there anything you want to tell us about so we can check you out and see your fabulous, fabulous comedy? I'm on Sounds Proper Comedy Showcase number five. Uh, It's on Sunday, March the 28th, eight o'clock. And you can find the event on Facebook. Awesome. Twitter, Instagram, can we find you? Yep, you can follow me. I'm Posh Tranny with a double N and an IE. Hit me up on socials. Always love new followers. Awesome. Well, Donna, thank you so much for joining me. And let's do this again soon. Let's do it. What have we learned? We have learned that there is a gap in the market for lie detangler. Come on, Tangle Teaser, Johnson & Johnson, I'm handing this one to you on a plate. We have also learned that Donna thinks that there are several waxworks worth punching. And I'm just grateful that my pants are incombustible. Join me next time. Love, Alex. (laughs) 